What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Cloud back with another New Vision podcast. And guess what? We did it. We are at the very end of the book of Mark. I have enjoyed going through the whole book verse by verse, as I'm sure other staff members who've done these episodes are as well. And so today, we're at the very end, and this is going to be one of those kind of awkward admin kind of tying up loose ends episodes. Because technically, and I'm going to kind of make this point, Technically, we finished Mark yesterday, <laughs> and I signed up for this episode on purpose, and it's, uh, if you've been following along in your Bibles, many of you will know, some of you have heard this before, but we have gotten to Mark chapter 16, verse 9, uh, which is what is commonly referred to as the ending of Mark, and this has been a controversy uh, for thousands of years, it's, it's just the ending of Mark. Some of you guys may have heard this before, so I'm going to make the point that uh, we, we actually finished Mark yesterday, but I wanted to sign up and talk about this because it's probably in your Bibles. I know it's in my Bible, and so I'll, I'll just start reading it, but I won't give verses 9 through 20 the same attention that I would normally do uh, when I'm reading you know, Scripture verbatim on other episodes, and we're going to talk about it. So it's a little house cleaning, a little admin, a little bit awkward. Uh, but stick with it. You may learn something. You may be excited to learn something, may, may disagree, may study for yourself, whatever it is. I think God has something for us, and I'm going to close that with something practical. So stick with it, guys. So verse uh, 9, so I'm reading out of the ESV, and I've looked at the NIV and the Holman and the CSB, and there's other translations that will have something similar. Mark chapter or 16, verse 9, bracket. So there's an asterisk, and it says, quote, some of the earliest manuscripts do not include verses 9 through 20 in bracket. Then there's more brackets, and it goes on to, to talking about how Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene. There's some other things going on, verse 12. You know, he, he appears to other people. They're walking. Um, he's reclining at table. You know, th- there's, there's more stuff, and it goes on for a few verses. And, and verse 19 the very last verse in those brackets says, so then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by accompanying signs. End bracket. Uh, Nothing wrong with these verses. There's nothing untrue in these verses. There's some controversial things in verse 18 that have been misused over the years, talking about how you know, if you don't, if you drink a deadly poison, it won't hurt them and lay their hands on the sick, they will recover and speak in tongues and touching snakes, the, those kind of a things. And so uh, that's in verse 18. You can read that for yourselves. I, I, of course, we're not going to get into the whole signs and, and that kind of a thing. Obviously, Jesus is a promise here that his, he's going to be with his disciples till the end of the age. So this is the great commission that we see in the other gospel accounts. Now, back, back to the, the bracket thing. So, quote, some of the earliest manuscripts do not include these verses. There is a huge controversy known as the ending of Mark controversy uh, in which there's actually four options. And so I'm going to go over them real quickly. I know this may seem tedious to some of you, but let's go over it. We're going to see God has something for us. Option number one, in a lot of the earliest and most reliable Greek manuscripts, 
Okay, so the Bible was written down on these parchments called papyri, and they're written in Greek. The New Testament's in Greek. In the earliest, in the two you know, most regarded as reliable Greek manuscripts that the book we get our translations from, there's nothing listed after verse 8. And we see this not only in, the, in those manuscripts, we see them in the Greek lectionaries. There's nothing after verse 8 in, this, in a Syriac manuscript. There's nothing after verse 8 in a, in a Coptic manuscript, in some Armenian manuscripts, uh, two of the oldest Georgian manuscripts, and in several, several of the early Christian you know, church fathers are uh, famous writers of the early, early era of the church. We see people like Clement of Alexandria, nothing after verse 8. Origen, famous theologian, nothing. Jerome, also nothing. So, you know, there's church history that shows that there's nothing after verse 8. Now, option 2 includes 9 through 20. And, and there's Christian authors and writers who obviously knew that verses 9 through 20 existed and included it and referenced it. And we have some very famous people here who are in this camp, uh, people like Justin the Martyr, Irenaeus, uh, Tertullian, uh, people, if you're reading the King James Version this morning, you'll see that it includes it and doesn't have any notes or anything like that uh, because the King James Version was actually translated from new, actually medieval era Greek manuscripts. And so it's newer and it includes it. Uh, so that's option number two. Now, option number three, another outlier is even more complicated because apparently... There's a, a short ending to Mark, which is just a few verses. It's in an old Latin manuscript, and it's what's called the short ending. Uh, and, you know, this is obviously an outlier. Then there's the fourth option, and this is the one that I agree with, and probably one that you have, particularly in your Bibles. The fourth option is that what most modern translators do is they have this note, this bracket, that indicates that verses 9 through 20 are subject to it, whether it's authentic or not. So they put it in there, but they're honest, and they say, hey, this isn't in the earliest manuscripts, and if you read it, it's clearly, like, you don't even have to know Greek to know this is a different style, a different tone, maybe a different time period, not saying it's not necessarily Mark who, did, who wrote it. It's just something's different has happened here, and we're recognizing that. And, and so I, I go with option number four. Uh, it's in your Bibles. Read it. Study it for yourself. I don't, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing untrue in there. And that's what leads us to close this out. As we studied the whole book of Mark, and questions like this may write, well, how can we trust the Bible? And well, what about this? And there, my friend who's not a Christian says that the Bible has been edited, and now I'm in the, like, how do we trust God's Word? Well, I think things like this, allow us to be able to trust God's word even more. <laughs> because if, if you think about it, one of the things that we see here, it's one of these items, the ending of Mark, which is so strongly debated, doesn't change anything that happened. Like all the people who with all these different views and of textual criticism and stuff, they all are making some point that Jesus was raised from the dead. Like they all believe in the crucifixion and resurrection. It's just whether... Verse 8, some scribe may have later seen that, well, verse eight's an awkward way to end it, so let's put this little citation here. Kind of like what we do in sermons or this podcast. We're explaining something. We read the word, and then we, we put down a little explanation at the end. And so I think that's internally nothing wrong with that, what might have happened with a scribe. 
uh, towards the end. We don't know the full details of what actually happened, but all that to say is like, there's nothing wrong, nothing, whatever option you go with, it doesn't change the truth of God's word to us. And I think it, it can give us more assurance in God's word because, you know, it, it's all of this supports the validity of the resurrection and of scripture itself. It shows us that God is sovereign and that he has preserved his word to us over the centuries. Um, I, I hope this hasn't rocked your world too much. Maybe send me an email. What, what does your Bible say? Does yours have the brackets? Does yours end at verse 8? What does yours do? Do you have a study Bible that has some notes on this? I would say if you want to know more about this kind of stuff, check out the book, How We Got the Bible, How We Got the Bible by Timothy Paul Jones. It's a really good kind of intro starter book for, uh, well, what about the Hebrew text and the Greek text? Has it been edited? How do we get these manuscripts? And, and ask all those questions in a very, very easy, very approachable way to, to kind of study this stuff. There's definitely some way more technical uh, books and commentaries and, and discussions out there if you want to know more about that. Shoot me an email, andrew.cloud at New Vision Life. I hope this hasn't rocked your world too much, but I hope you enjoyed it too, that it excites you and gives you more trust in Jesus is who he said he is and did what he said he did, and that we can take faith and trust in and just with rock-solid confidence. As we close out today, thank you so much for keeping with us through this whole book of Mark. And I want to say, guys, Monday, we're going through a special Thanksgiving series. We're going to have... Pastor Bob Landon with us. Nick's going to be with us. Pastor Brady's going to do one. So if you're traveling on Thanksgiving, tune in. Whether you're driving or you're cooking, the whole thing's going to be about, man, what am I thankful for? And we're going to see God's word of different categories of things that we can be thankful for and hope that reminds us as we go forward into this holiday season. Thank you so much, guys, and y'all have a great day, and we'll see you on Monday. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.